Welcome to We Are Venomaniacs, the Venom Site's official podcast for all of your symbiote news, reviews, and point of views. My name is Orion, and I'm joined by hosts Carlos, Tyler, and Aaron. Say hi, guys. Hey, yo. Hello. Hey, yo. We are also joined by special guest Allie, who goes by Miss Darkling on We Are Venomaniacs Discord server and at Let's Talk Scream on Twitter. Welcome to the podcast, Allie. Hello. Thanks. It's week two of our Absolute Carnage podcast series in which we cover the event's latest comics and tie-ins. Today, we're doing a rapid-fire review of Absolute Carnage, Separation Anxiety number one, and Absolute Carnage, Scream number one. So let's just jump into, I guess, would be maybe Allie's favorite topic today, which is Absolute Carnage, <laughs> Scream number one. So I guess we can start with just what is everyone's... Um, you know, uh, general review of this issue. Let's start with you, Allie, since you're the super fan here. I loved it. I think I've read it three different times already today. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, I've, I read it at least twice now, and it is quite the trip. So, what about everyone else? Oh, I, I absolutely just loved it. I really just can't believe that Scream's back in comic form. And, you know, Colin Bunn did such a fantastic job uh, reintroducing her. And Sandoval did such a great job on the art. And, yeah, I, I really loved it, too. All right. Now for me and Tyler to talk negative stuff. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So the art was, uh, you know, good for Sandoval. You know, uh, he's good at drawing symbiotes. But, you know, like, I don't know, like the sharp edges of, of the people just kind of don't look as good as I think they should. But, uh, you know, uh, Bun's writing was also uh, good. Um, I think the problem he had to face, though, was that he had to reintroduce, like, four people, you know? He he had to say who Scream was. He had to say who Donna Diego was. He had to explain who Patricia Robinson was. And then he had to explain who Andy Bitten was. And, and I think that kind of dragged it down. Um, I feel like new readers uh, probably won't be uh, probably drawn into this one as probably they were in Separation Anxiety. But I did like um, this this issue um, at least to see Scream back in action, even though it's not completely Donna Diego. But I guess we can talk about that next if someone else wants to go. Well, I'll just say that I liked it a lot more than I expected going into it. Like, Again, because it's Patricia, I, I've never been a huge... I, I've always disliked the way run, obviously, and so it was really weird when it was announced to be Patricia in the first place. Reading the comic, it like Aaron was saying, I definitely thought it was a little jarring with like, oh yeah, this first we got Donna coming back, and it's absolute carnage. Oh, also, this is Patricia. Also, and, and it's like, this is the Scream symbiote, and it, it did get a little like rapid fire, and it's like kind of a lot to take in at once. And then it's sort of just over by the end of it real fast. Like, oh, this is Andy. By the way, comic's done. All right, next time. So, like, it's a lot of setting up you had to do. And But like I said, I did like a lot of the stuff that was going on. Like, uh, I kind of liked how the symbiote was like, like, Donna's personality is sort of still there in the symbiote, in like, in the dead body. And, it's, and now that's merged into the symbiote. And I like that it sort of mimics Donna's own... Uh, messed up head and just with all the voices she's hearing and whatnot so yeah i was happy donna it seems like donna's consciousness is 
part of Scream because I feel like Donna really never got a full characterization sometimes. So I'm hoping that if her consciousness is still part of Scream, that we'll get to see more of that later. Right. Uh, for for me, though, I think they could have done a better job at showing that because, you know, you had four voices you, or, or three voices, right? You had uh, you had Patricia's voice. You had Donna's voice for like two panels, maybe. And, and then you had the Scream symbiote's voice. But they were all a different shade of yellow. I mean, couldn't you make them different colors? It was sort of confusing to like figure out, oh, this is Donna. This is this. Um, I think I honestly would have preferred if they just made uh, the symbiote Donna. I don't think you really need to have the Scream symbiote have its own personality. Uh, you know, like especially because there there really isn't a huge ton of fan for Patricia because she's she's never been one of the you know uh, figureheads of the Venom lore, and she doesn't have as much fans as you know like these other uh, symbiotes and hosts do. And I feel like if you just made the symbiote Donna, you could have done a lot more. But I suppose we'll see in the next uh, two issues and maybe in the new series that's coming out, if that has anything to do with it. And see, I actually like the different, the similar colored letterboxes, even though it kind of made it confusing. I feel like that was almost the point where it's like, you don't, she, like, Patricia's confused. She doesn't know who's talking. There's, she's got, Donna's voice, Scream's voice, her own voice, and Null in the background. So I, I, I thought it sort of added to the atmosphere of the comic. Yeah, definitely. Um, I really do like the uh, fact that we're getting so many different voices in this. I do worry that it might um, detract from uh, new readers, you know, coming into this. Like, well, who are all these voices? Who's this Donna Diego person? And why is there such conflict? But um, it does it does add to uh, the whole um, you know internal monologue of having Noel's influence and all these different voices fighting for control over the symbiote and the host. So yeah, I I really I especially liked the fact that um, Bun gets to play a lot m more with Andy. Uh, it's always fun to have Andy around, and she does hold her own uh, quite well against the symbiote doppelgangers. So it will be very interesting to see how she handles against uh, Scream and Patricia, and see where that goes. I was just not even expecting Andy to pop up, and it just, it absolutely floored me, and I cannot wait to see her and Scream fight. I am so excited about that. It's going to be so cool. Yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to that, too. I mean, I, was, I wasn't I was really surprised that she showed up because then I'm like, oh, yeah, Bun's writing it. So yeah. I'm really <laughs> wondering how... Yeah, I'm really wondering how, like, the, the fight's going to go between both of them. Uh, but, yeah, no, like, even, um, even as I was reading the issue, I also noticed, like... The scream simia was uh, was like piloting Donna's dead body, uh, but was that really her body? Because I really couldn't tell. There were her, her uh, she was a skeleton for a second, yeah. and yeah, and then she just bones. So R.I.P. And you know, Spe who... speaking of that, yeah. I was a bit confused with the layout of the comic because we had the scene at the beginning with her rising out of the grave or whatever, and then when they introduce Patricia, they like repeat that same scene but differently. That was 
caused a little bit of confusion I saw online where people right, thought that was yeah. a different skeleton or like was that toxin or but no I think that was just supposed to be Scream again showing it with Donna's point of view at the same time I don't know yeah that one kind of confused me too I could he thought it was a flashback and I kind of thought you know hey is this like another person you know another symbiote host coming up so I'm not still not real sure exactly what that was. Yeah, so, like, along with all the other, like, uh, like this is a book for, like, I feel like it's very hard for new readers to get into, especially if they're not sure what's going on and whatnot with any of these characters. And even even when the layout's kind of confusing, it, it makes me worried how they're going to uh, take it. So Yeah, now, especially talking about, um, you know, introducing new readers to these characters, uh, I know there was some debate online, or at least some criticism, of bringing back Patricia um, versus Donna, but I think that uh, you know, for for new readers who maybe saw the Venom movie, I think a better character to have done this. I know it would cause a lot of issues, but a better character um, would have been Anne Wying. And not I, yet, she's not ready. Not ready. <laughs> I, not ready. Like I said in the last episode, I I would hope to see Anne return. Uh, alive and well and in her Sarah Connors moment from Terminator 2 uh, and this would have been a great way to do it it would have been quite the shock like how is she still alive how did, be, how did she become such a badass I mean if you look at uh, Patricia's design it's very reminiscent of of uh, you know Anne Wying you could have written rewritten the entire book replacing Pat's name with Anne and uh you still would have had, you know, it would have been a good story, and it would have been shocking. We're, we're definitely getting closer to that. Yeah, that's a good point, but I feel like uh, Kate's has plans for Anne. 100%, and, 100%. Yeah, but she may wind up being the new Scream, but I don't know about having Anne in right now. And now that's something that I think we should uh, make note of. Is that uh, just recently a new Scream ongoing series called Scream uh, Curse of Carnage will be debuting in November, and the mystery is who is Scream's new uh, host. I mean, I would, I'd be all right with it if it did. If her new host end up being Anne, because I fully think that Anne's gonna get brought back, even if just temporarily, somehow. But like you guys said, just because of how popular the character's gotten because of the movies. And uh, not to mention, Ali, when you, when you first heard the news, you were really, really excited. Yeah, I, um, <laughs> I cried. I'm not, I'm not ashamed to admit that I cried. And on video. I, yeah, <laughs> on video even, because like, I had to record the reaction. I had to. No, that was fantastic. I I actually really liked the video you made there because it was like, wow, that Thanks. that is that is a true kind of fan, you know, absolutely fanatic about this character, and it's great to see that kind of love for a character. Thanks. I ended up having to sit down at the kitchen table and almost because I ran outside and just started jumping around because I had to do something because I was so excited, and almost ended up having to use my inhaler because of it. Like, sounds, that's how, how hyped I am for this. Kind of sounds like me when uh, the Venom movie finally became a reality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me say a few things more on Patricia. Um, I feel like she gets more hate than she's due. Um, 
I feel like her runs back in 2006, was it 2006, 2007? One of those. Yeah, seven. Yeah, or three. You know, it, it's old. Um, I, I feel like she was very much a non-character. She sort of just got to say, hey, here's the symbiote. You go do your own thing. But um, the one thing I think that she is really miscredited with is that um, that a whole lot of the time that the she's called She-Venom. Um, you know, like, when they started saying that she will be the new Scream, I saw a, a whole lot of folks saying, so, like, there were articles that were saying, hey, the new She-Venom is now going to be called Scream, right? So then, of course, all these folks are saying, oh, why does, why can't she just be called She-Venom, you know? But, see, see, the thing with, with her is, is that Patricia was never called She-Venom, and I'm not entirely sure why we as fans still call her She-Venom 2 when she really should be called Venom 2. Because even in that story, she never said she was called She-Venom. She was always just called Venom. So let's go change those wiki articles. Let's go make a difference. <laughs> Sorry, Angelo, you know? you're now bumped to the three. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, another thing I wanted to bring up too, because I was kind of thinking about this on the way back home from the comic shop, is that it's been so long since we've seen Scream and the Life Foundation symbiotes, and then after what happened in Remender's run when Eddie killed Donna with a knife, and I was just like thinking, like, how did this symbiote survive all that time on Donna's body? And then all of a sudden, it's pretty much woken up because Cletus is now back in New York. I don't know, it just seemed a little odd to me. You bring up a really good point. I hadn't really thought about it that way before. Yeah, no, that's just a thing I just wanted to point out. And also, too, like, even even as I was reading through the issue, uh, at one point, you know, you see Scream. She has a spiral covering most of her face, but then all of a sudden it's now on her forehead. And Cletus also has it on his forehead, too, so I'm not sure if she's able to control Null's influence or she's become more powerful. Um, right. One thing I didn't comment on, I also am very glad to see Andy... Uh, I've heard some speculation being that Andy might be the new host for the ongoing. Personally, I'm hoping that's not the case. Like, I while I would, I think I would like that more than Patricia. I still want Andy to go back to being Mania. I want to get the Mania symbiote back somehow. I think yeah. that's her best. That's what definitely what I want most out of her. But right, you know, so we'll, uh, see, we'll see where that goes. Right. Yeah. Now we we still have two more issues of Scream, and then we have all of the. You know, like we have the Venom book and we have the main series, but I'm sort of wondering when are we going to see her new design we saw on that variant cover? Um, I don't think we're seeing that. Who, I think that was just a variant. You don't think we're going to see it? No, no. Yeah. I think it's just a variant. Well, I think I just, we may see that on the, you know, like in the main series book maybe later, but I mean, I kind of liked that look to see, like, who was the artist? That was David somebody, but he's the same guy who. Drew the new life, ain't the new life foundation ones, I believe, right? So. Nope, those completely different artists. You're oh, is it? Wrong. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, it, <laughs> it, it, I mean, it sort of looked the same, you know. But yeah, um, so on the new series, I, you know, we still have this whole entire arc and like event to happen. But I would, I'm starting to think now it may be Andy because I, I feel like uh, Bun has tried with Mania, and Mania's just not going anywhere. 
And Scream is a name that, that folks still kind of know, and folks still see Scream on that ride in Florida. So <laughs> Scream still has some sort of relevancy. So maybe if Andy Scream, maybe she can actually go somewhere. But I do like her look as Mania, but I don't know. We'll have to see. But again, it could either be, hopefully, Anne. I mean, I would be happy if it was Anne. If, if she's still alive, that's... If Anne comes back, just make her the new screen. If she's alive and well, if what Orion is going to predict comes true, then I'd rather have Anne as the new screen. But we'll just have to wait and see. That's all we can do. Um, when I look at Andy, I just immediately think maybe. I mean, I would be fine with it if she ended up being the new screen, but it would take a bit of getting used to. I'm just really hoping that she gets Mania back. Yeah. Yeah, well, like weird yeah. things have happened. You know, we have had Eddie Brock as Toxin too. Yeah, I mean, they kind of they kind of hint that at that at the Absolute Carnage's number three cover, kind of. So, yeah, her wearing the suit, but we'll see. And I will say that uh, one thing I didn't comment on is that I really like along with the art that Sandoval's pretty good. I think he's improved somewhat. Uh, from some complaints I had about him, and he still draws symbiotes very well. But I, I had uh, I want to commend the artist or the colorist as well, Eric Arson Niega, I think is how you say it. And it's like the colors really pop this issue with the the blue backgrounds and the vibrant scream symbiote. They really do help, like they bring the issue along. Oh, oh, totally. The the art and the color just actually popped in the issue, mm-hmm. even in that one splash page. That splash page was amazing. <laughs> Yeah, the colors were just like I am all about bright colors, and it's just, the colors were just amazing. Mm-hmm. But uh, one of I guess before we move on or anything, I just want to ask: Does anybody have any predictions for the other two issues of the series? Like along with the next, since we're getting another series, does anybody have any guesses what's going to happen? Uh, Andy and Scream fight for a minute, and then they team up, and then they fight Carnage, and then they lose, and then we have to read Absolute Carnage file to figure out what happens. <laughs> pretty much Yay. exactly what I'm guessing. <laughs> pretty much, yep. Yeah, that, that's pretty much my guess, too. If the covers are anything to go by, that's exactly what happens, so... <laughs> oh, wait, one last thing. Okay, so we know how there's uh, three voices with Scream, right? We got the Scream symbiote, we got Donna, and now we have Patricia. Uh, yep. Someone said earlier that, that that sort of ties back to how to how Donna had Donna had schizophrenia, right? So maybe that's kind of what they're going for, where 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 she's hearing like like Noel's voice and Carnage's voice and like all of these different voices. So that may be interesting if they bring back the Donna voice in there too so yeah I mean, I, I mean like you said I, I think it would be cool if like the Donna and Scream symbiote merged into one voice so it, it was like it knows it's a symbiote but it still has the personality of Donna so like, I think that'd be kind of cool it would be amazing now that's a uh, so one of our listeners uh, L, uh, LT Carnage uh, asks, you know, what if Scream becomes a hive mind of voices? Now, that would be that would, Yeah, that'd be pretty that cool. Be so cool. I think, you know, I mean, null forbid that, uh, that Anne is actually dead, but, uh, he does bring her back or whatever. Um, you know, if that were the case, and Scream was able to, you know, 
uh, appropriate her consciousness into the symbiote. That would be another in for Anne as the uh, as the host. Could be a, could be a possibility. So yeah. Yeah. All right. So I think it's a this is a good point uh, to put a pin in this conversation about uh, absolute carnage scream, and we're gonna move on to absolute carnage separation anxiety. It's a one shot uh, by um, our future scream writer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that's pretty funny. Screamwriter <laughs> uh, Clay McLeod Chapman and uh, with artist uh, Brian Level. Uh, so, this was quite the issue. Like, I'm sure that a lot, like a lot of people coming into uh, Absolute Carnage are expecting, you know, superhero versus super villain symbiote madness. And we had a bit of taste of horror in Absolute Carnage number one, but in this, it's just full-blown horror. So, what's everyone's thoughts on this one? I thought it was absolutely terrifying. And I seen that one of my friends had said something about it being, you know, they did not have to go that hard with the horror elements, but they did. And I, w- I was not prepared for it. It was, it was terrifying. I loved it. Yeah, that uh, the, the 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 cold opening of the book really sets the the tone for it, with the dog just mutating horribly into these four symbiotes. I mean, I guess we found out whatever what happened to the dog after Deadpool versus Carnage. So just he just sent, he just yeah to that little little neighborhood. It went on a spirit walk and ended up in cozy little where 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 does it end up really? What what's it's this? Colorado, team? wasn't it? it Colorado? Yeah, Colorado. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah it was Colorado. in Colorado. Colorado. Uh, is so, it, isn't Doverton yeah. in Colorado, or what was that? Doverton. Uh, I don't, I don't recall. I think Doverton's in Colorado. Mm-hmm. How, that's I think, interesting. I yep, think Doverton's in Colorado. Yep, Doverton's yeah. in Colorado. Wow, I wonder how close. Yep, interesting. Close the plot thickens. Yes, I like it. Yeah. Oh, or it was in that place because that's where it first bonded and fought Carnage, I guess, and Carnage USA. Yeah, maybe, maybe it was coming back know. to his cult. Maybe it was like on its way there or something. Mm, yeah. 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 So, yeah. So that's one thing I really liked about this book was that it tried to show off the hybrid symbiotes wanting to help the family because I, because like this kind of, reminded me of when they were hybrid and they felt Scott's pain and they and they wanted to help Scott. Uh, that's Scott Washington, who's hybrid, who is dead now, supposedly. But yeah, so they wanted to help the girl. It's just that, you know, they were null infected and everything uh, hit the fan. So, you know, that was kind of interesting to see how they were trying to help, but they were kind of in this trance by this uh, elder god being... It's it's really a um, venom lethal protector kind of help. Oh yes, he's going to help you, all right. He's gonna murder everyone around you, but he's gonna help. Yeah, no, I I thought this was really just the for the the art and writer had the perfect combination for a really good horror story, and like it was just like like you guys said, is I really like the the fact that in its own twisted way, it is trying to help this little girl. It's like, oh, hey, don't worry, I'm it here. Was, it was yeah, your family's going to get back together. Yeah, fam- family bonding time. Yeah. It was really over the top, and I've, 
I kind of noticed in the book there was kind of like some uh, references to certain things, even though I don't know if it was meant to, if that was what they're going for. Like, for example, there was that one scene where the agony, uh, the agony symbiote uh, is in control of the mom, and then the next door neighbor opens the door and she throws up or spits acid in his face. And that, to me, just kind of reminded me of The Fly 2. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, fun fact, in her first appearance, Agony actually spit acid at Spider-Man, so she can do that. And, and I knew yeah, that no. the whole time. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah. 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 Say, guys, I, I don't think I, she can I, spit I acid. I think that was a fan thing. Aaron, <laughs> <laughs> I looked it up. It literally yeah. took me less than a minute. It's yeah. right there. I fully admit, I'm tired. I had to pay $6,000 for a water heater. I'm, you know, you know, so. I forgot. <laughs> I, I feel like one of my only cons for this book would be the fact that you don't get to see what happened to the dog because it's sort of implied that Lasher is the dog for a bit. It's like it's like growling and yelping while it's chasing her down and stuff. I'm pretty but, sure that scene where it gets the dad shows it like being split in half, right? I'm, I'm pretty sure it's dead. Pretty yeah, sure. it's dead. I, I hope the dog's not dead. Yeah. No. Talking realistically, I, I, I don't think a dog can survive having like four different symbiotes split it apart. Yeah, it looked that pretty thing. dead to me. Yeah. Oh. Rip. Rip and peace dog. Now that that uh, boy slash girl dog. Now I would say that the um the character design for, for this book is outstandingly horrific. I mean, not not in a bad way, in a very, very creepy way. Like you you see in these characters when they bond the symbiotes just pieces of their bodies sticking out like their arms or, or their their legs or their heads just sticking out of the entire body and it's just it's just super creepy. They're um, not completely covered. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They are not fully bonded like so you can see their elbows and like out out of their arms and it's very creepy. Very creepy. Yeah now uh, we did get a a good full look at these characters in their full symbiote forms in a variant cover for this issue. However, we don't get to see Sadie, the little girl, our uh, protagonist, as Lasher. Um, she bonds with the symbiote, but we never see her in her full form. So I'm assuming we'll see that later on down the line in Absolute Carnage. Yeah, and I'm not too sure if they're going to kill this family. They probably won't kill the kids, though, right? You know, like, well, maybe Sadie becomes hybrid or something. They're, they're going to just have kids die and scream, so... Oh, yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> and then the kids from Doberton yeah. died. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, off-panel, though, you know? Yeah. Well, they're definitely going to appear in Venom number 17, and that's coming yep. up soon. Yeah, that'll be fun. Bring Sleeper back. Uh -oh. Also, I, I I did appreciate the another just deep Marvel cut at the the password being Zemnu, <laughs> a classic Marvel. Oh monster. yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I I really enjoyed this, and I'm honestly kind of disappointed. It's just a one shot. I'd love to see just the, I'd love to see how many of this this horrific symbiote family going on terrifying adventures. You see, yeah, that's I, the thing. I thought it was a three parter. I didn't know it was a one shot. So did I. I was really bummed when I found. Yeah, and I and I like to say that you know we'll see more of these people. You know post-absolute carnage, but I think it's pretty terrifying what's going on with them. Um, yeah. 
one, one, one thing I'd like to point out is the second to last page. I really like the composition on it. Uh, we, we are framed with the house um, that they're in, and the kids and the family are leaving. Um, and the house is itself a, a collection of four panels. Um, and it's like for each, uh, for each room that we saw in this, in this comic, and it's all the destruction and the mayhem and the, and the absolute carnage that is left behind. Yeah, no, no, the artist got really creative with the layout, like, even in the beginning with the dog, like, in the shadow, and then the dog starts, like, you see the panels, the shadow turns into panels of the dog transforming. Yeah. And then, and then even at the very end with, like, it. And then with the with, well, not the end. There's the there's the panel with the wine glass and whatnot. Oh and yeah, also yeah. At the very end, like as it goes into carnage. With the carnage, yeah, yeah. For, so it's very creative on the artist's part. Um, another thing too, I was going to point out is that also at the dinner scene, where it's just getting even more freakier. Even uh, Ali would agree with me on this. Uh, the dinner scene kind of homages the Baker dinner scene from Resident Evil Seven. So that's why I made the meme earlier. Yeah, it looks a lot like that. To me, honestly, made it feel even scarier because Biohazard was terrifying and, you know, the separation anxiety was terrifying. And you just put, I felt like it, I felt like the two things kind of got put together and made this huge, terrifying, awesome thing. But not to mention, too, like, even from the meme that I, I made, it's like they even had their dead neighbor's body on the table and they were eating him as the little daughter was still watching on being infected by Lasher and that was just even more freaky <laughs> now I like to point I like to point out the uh, the dinner scene where they're all gathered around the table and they're saying their graces I love the graces that they say good bread good meat good god no let's eat that was hysterical <laughs> Like, that was so darkly funny because I was not expecting it because the whole, up to that point, everything's, you know, horror and terrifying and darkness and fear. And then you've got symbiotes at the table saying grace to Null. And it was, it was so funny. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, I did really enjoy, like, the whole, like, like, oh, your supper's getting cold. I, I love the whole, like, they're still trying to act as a, a family for this girl, even though they're going about it. In a not exactly settling way, so it's uh, and it it does kind of make me wish that they don't die and we and they get I don't know fixed and then like we get some sort of wacky symbiote family. I, I would love something like that. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be like like a twisted sitcom with the four life foundation symbiotes making their family. Yeah, yeah practically <laughs> symbiote sitcom. <laughs> I mean, if, uh, you know, if you weren't clued in that this was a horror comic by the page where the dog erupts into this horror from beyond, the next page is definitely a clue to it when you see the father bond with Riot and it looks like his guts are just hanging out. It's just absolutely yeah. terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think um, my friend said, like, I haven't seen Chainsaw Massacre or Texas Chainsaw, whichever one it is, but apparently there is a bit of a reference to that with the dead body on the table. So it's definitely, it's definitely, I think they had a horror, horror thing in mind going into this, and I think it really paid off. Yeah, I, I remember that scene from Chainsaw Massacre. 
All right. Well, I think this is a good place to put a pin in today's episode. Um, so please listen in next week as we review Absolute Carnage versus Deadpool number one. You can check out our Discord server and become a member of the audience during our next live recording. So join us, won't you? You can listen to We Are Venomaniacs on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Music and iTunes, Google Play Music, and YouTube. We can also be found on Twitter at WAV underscore podcast. As always, thank you to my fellow hosts, Carlos, Tyler, Aaron, and Allie for joining me today. No problem. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for inviting me. Glad to have you here. And thanks to the Venom site for permitting us to make this podcast under the TVS banner and all of your generous support. And thank you, loyal listeners and fellow Venomaniacs. You guys make an awesome community, and it's an honor to be your voice on the airwaves. Together, we are Venomaniacs. And now, a word from one of our partners at The Collective, a network of superhero podcasts. I am Connor from the House of L. And I am Ray from the House of Zod. We are two of the many, many survivors of Krypton's destruction, and we have made our home in Australia, and dare I say have become Australians, for better or worse. But we have also decided to read Superman comics, read Superman books, watch Superman shows, cartoons, movies, basically everything Superman, and from an Australian perspective as well. Whether you're a seasoned fan, like me, or whether you are coming in fresh, wide-eyed, and wanting to learn more like me, then this podcast is for you. Join us for our bi-weekly adventures available on all good podcast catches. So just search for Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. We'll be coming to you from Australia, or some cosmic dimension, wherever we are that week. Up, 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 and, and away! away.